sisters and business partners as we also run a recruitment business with a twist together. Wonderful. So Lars, what can you expect from our show? So much stuff, Em. Advice, tips and wisdom on business and recruitment with some life hacks thrown in for good measure and a lot of laughs. Oh yeah. We hope you enjoy it. Well, I hope you're all having a smashing day. It's Emily and Laura Leyland back with a fresh perspective on business podcast here to entertain you today. Hello. I don't think either of us have been on a podcast for a while. Why have you not? Who was on the last one? Was it me? Oh, oh no, it might have been me. Yeah. Because there was one where Vicky, Vicky did it. Yeah. Was that your one? That Who was my one? one. I think you've been on the last one. And then the one before that was Vicky. I've not been on for quite some time. I was meant to intro this, but I can't remember what I'm doing. <laughs> I feel like I've forgotten. It feels really weird. <laughs> I'm an imposter on the podcast. No, never. I know. Never, I know. ever. I just need to get back into the swing of it. Yes. Well, in, in five minutes' time, <laughs> you will be swinging from the chandeliers. <laughs> I want to sing swing from the chandeliers. From the chandelier. Why does she say chandelier like that? I don't know. Anyway. So, today's podcast is number 143. And what is, is it all about, Emily? Do you want to sing? Yeah. Who run the world, girls? Who run the world, girls? Who run the world? <laughs> we didn't want to say the last word because... It's not about excluding men, but we like to sing. Yeah. But this episode is all about women. <laughs> Maybe it's excluding men. Well, <laughs> it, the episode is excluding men, but we don't exclude men in general life terms. No, definitely not. It's and all about female empowerment. And it's all about talking about women, uh, why we want equality, why we want to be included, and all that shiz. Mainly because we've been thinking about it recently. Yeah, definitely. Because when was International Women's Day? It was like March, wasn't it? Yeah. A bit ago. And then we, well, we've been thinking about it for a whole host of different reasons. And we'll tell you about that shortly. Ooh, what I feel like the planning. The pla yeah. Hook. The planning for what, we've been, what we're going to talk about has properly ignited a fire in me. You know, like when you feel like you become, I don't know, since having, since having a baby, I feel like I've lost a part of myself. And then I really remember that I lost that part of myself yesterday. Oh, really? When we, yeah, when we start, because we're doing a talk. Um, it's Hang not on, like we're it's not a secret. Just doing a talk. We have been invited to speak publicly at an, speak. At an event in front of other people. Yeah, lots of other people. I think there's going to be about 60 people there. And what's really, we've amazing. actually been asked to speak about female empowerment, which is really nice because it means that some people look at us and see that from us, which oh, is really yeah. nice. Yeah, thank you for adding weight to that. Yeah. I've just probably got a big dose of imposter syndrome. Well, put it back in the bin, please. I know, back in the feckin' bin. But it is like you do lose a part of yourself and then you try and just survive, I guess. And then we were planning for this this event yesterday and um, and we were watching some videos weren't we and honestly we both we were both just crying but we were both facing the same way so I didn't know that Laura was crying until I said I can't stop crying and she looked up and she's crying <laughs> <laughs> you're crying and we're literally just in the office in front of everyone and Tom's like what are you all right I'm like yeah <laughs> I think I'm all right but yeah, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But it's good because it means this is why I wanted to talk about this because the fire, fire is has lit. Been lit. Yeah, we are sizzling right now. But before we go any further, what the hell is this? What what number is this in Spanish? 
Episodio número 143. Do you trust that I've put the right one in the schedule? I know that you have. Have you cross-referenced it? I've checked it with my brain knowledge. With your brain knowledge, yeah. yes. Well, one day, I'll feckin' test you. <laughs> okay, when we're on like 1,500. Yeah, I'll slip something in there and we'll see. I was a red herring. A red herring. Right, okay. I was dead this fits <laughs> my glasses and they he's glued them because Billy snapped them. And I really are they wonky because they feel wonky on my face. No, I would say your eyebrows are equi- oh, no. are wonky. <laughs> yeah, your eyebrows are wonky, not your glasses. They are slightly wonky anyway. My eyes are definitely not level. I think maybe the right one is lower down. Mm, great. Mine are wonky as well. I brought mine recently. I just feel like I can feel the wonk. Oh, well, it's not like kind of podcast fit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, take them off, for God's sake. Anyway, should have gone to Specsavers. Your, apart from breaking your glasses. I know, uh, yeah. What have you been up to? Do you know what? Quite a lot, really, but then I forget. You know when someone says, what have you been up to at the bank holiday weekend? I'm like, lots of stuff, but I absolutely can't remember. But we have been up to a lot of things. Tom was in a charity football match, and he got... Rudely, a bad tackle by Joey Barton. Who is he? I didn't know. No. Apparently, he's a bit of a knob. Um, he is was he someone. well known? Yeah, <laughs> he is well known. He's older now. But it, he, I think Alan said he stubbed a cigarette out on someone's face. Either like pre-match, post-match, something to on do with Sunday? football. No, this is like in the, you know, when he was, <gasps> when he didn't have salt and pepper hair. When he was in his youth, in his heyday. Oh. I think he's a bit of a scally. And then he proper tackled something like in a mean way on a charity football match. Matt, you all right? Mm. Don't hurt our boy. No. We will get you. We will. We will. But Billy, we are empowered women and we will get you. <laughs> the fire is lit. <laughs> Beware. We have a one-year-old with a temper. <laughs> she going to get you. But yeah, it was dead good. And then we went to, um, there's a really, really good bird of prey sanctuary. And I've been wanting to go for ages, but there's been avian, I always say ovarian flu, yeah, which no, it isn't. It's <laughs> don't know if your sure, ovaries. I'm not even sure your ovaries can get flu, babe. Oh, it feels like it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> I, I want to say that, like, oh, today my ovaries feel like they got flu. It feels very sad. But yeah, avian flu, it just doesn't, it doesn't roll off the tongue. But anyway, they didn't have avian flu. And we went, and she was able to, like, yeah, have, like, an owl sit on her head. And, oh, my God, it was ace. But it was avian, really, really good. the word avian makes you think of planes. But a- maybe like aviation. But birds came first. Right. So planes stole their name from the yeah, birds. Yeah, because they got wings. Right. They had to follow in the footsteps of birds, <laughs> didn't they? Or the wing, the wing steps. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> the wingspan of birds. This is good. Yeah. We got to go, and that she actually enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really, really nice. And then I don't know what else we did. We went to Hay Hall, which is really good for kids. Um, we are just bad parents, so we really we forgot to take a scooter out again. Um, and then so everyone who went past with a scooter, she just ran after them. And then every single kid that had a ball, which there are fecking many, she's like bow, 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 and she just got she's them so, steal so the how balls. Emily's. Emily's northern baby has a Cockney accent. <laughs> We're not sure how it's happened or who she's been conversing with at nursery. I know, who has she been talking to? Why would they let Cockneys into nursery? <laughs> what? 
it really caught me by surprise because she's like, Ma, <laughs> bye, bye. And then you're like, what's this? She's like, a ball. Like, Give me that ball. I'm like, wow, okay. Oh, it's hilarious. But I just felt really bad because we hadn't even taken a single toy with us. I didn't us, even know she had a scooter. Yeah, she does, but it's in the shed. And it's just not somewhere that we remember to go in. She has like a proper scooter and it's like a five in one, you know, so she can grow up with it. But she wants the balls. And so because she couldn't get anyone's ball, because kids are just kicking it past her. I'm like, oh, my God, like inclusion. What's wrong with you? And then she persisted to put every pebble in her mouth. <laughs> every pebble that she could find. And she looks at you like, like she's popping a tic-tac. So... She just thinks that she's eating your crystals. Like she oh, does she does. Honestly, she's such a... At the moment, because we've said, and this is like, if anyone's pregnant and having a baby, when you say no to your child, don't laugh. Because if you do and you're like, so we go, no. And that's what we've done to Lenny. And then he basically just sticks the finger up at us saying, well, we really know that there's no consequence yeah, to this word. Yeah, you need to say it and mean it. Oh, it's it. so hard, though. It's so hard because sh what she's doing is really funny. And we both just laugh our heads off when she's being naughty. And it was dead nice. It was just, I really wanted to soak up some family time, and that's exactly what we did. Well, that sounds wonderful. It was. What, by the way, what the feck happened with you? You told me about your car crash, and then I feel like we haven't spoke about it since. Did this car crash happen? Yeah. Well, what's happened? Laura was in a hit and run. I was the victim of a crime. <laughs> you were the victim of a crime. And the police have done feck all. Really? Yeah. What kind of police is it? Lancashire Constabulary? Yes. Honestly, it was about, so when was it? When, Rewind. Last, last week, not this Wednesday, just gone, one before, on my way to running club, 6.29pm, <laughs> uh, I was just about to turn right where I normally park, and the cars in front of me stopped for some reason, so I stopped. Someone, it wasn't a bump either, a little bump, he smashed into the back of me, that's what it felt like, and I was so shocked. Well, I, yeah. So I stopped, and then I'm like, right, I don't know what to do here, and I like, probably should get out of the main road. You know, I think you've been a good citizen. So I turned right, and the absolute bugger just drove off. And he looked at me as he was driving past me, and I couldn't get out of my car and get my phone out, my Would running Would you recognise him in a lineup? Probably. And Can I you give us a description of him? He was looked like he wasn't very tall. He had a hat on. He was looked like he was of Asian ethnicity. Is everyone taking these informations so small? <laughs> hat, what kind of hat? Beanie cap? Like a beanie. We're gonna have to do one of those. Um, like a mock, one of those drawing things. <laughs> oh my god! Please do. <laughs> and then you should just put one You're together. Let's it. pause. <laughs> I'll try. If you give me the yeah, come on. Small in height, beanie, yeah. Asian of ethnicity, I think. And he yeah. seems to have a large nose. In terms of a a Asian ethnicity, what does that mean? Like where where from in Asia? It's such a um, big place. Could it be India or Pakistan? Okay. Right, and then what else did you say? Um, he seems to have a large nose, right. and he looks to be like. Can't wait to draw this. <laughs> early to mid thirties. Okay. Um, of like normal 30, build, 35. like not too thin, not too big. Medium. Yeah, there you go. Right now, I hope that because this man, he needs to be convicted of his crime. I've got He's his got registration number. Shall we give that to, <laughs> to the people? <laughs> I'm not sure. It was a Toyota Yaris. <laughs> Grey. Right, okay. Anyway, so he drove off, and I was mad as a wasp. Stamped, I was, more or less, what I probably pictured myself, is just standing, standing oh, in the road, jumping up and down, yeah. screaming my head off, because I was really mad. And then a lady who was also going to a running club called Joanne, who's amazing, she was like, she got in a car and chased after Did she? But she got stuck behind someone's slow, so she lost him. 
Oh, I love that no she one chased red Dumber because I couldn't because my phone with my running armband ready. I couldn't get it out in time to take a picture. And you're not like Sarah Lancashire of Happy Valley who just takes one look at a reg plate. Oh, no. And it goes um, in your head forever. I really wish I had a photographic memory. Mm. So then, because he drove, if he stopped and we could have quickly swapped details, I could have gone on a run because it was a lovely evening. Yeah. I was meeting three of my friends and the rest of the running crew. Yeah. Um, so if he'd stopped, it would have been fine. But because he didn't, it caused me drama. So for the next hour, so I had to ring the police, wait for the police. Yeah. And then it was knocking on people's doors. It looked like they might have cameras. And then one lady, she did have a camera, and she found the reg for me. Which and is amazing from her doorbell like thing. Ring doorbell or thing. Called. I yeah. think it was a bit more than that, because it looked like a proper camera, but yeah. Right. And, um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden she said, are you Emily's sister? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just such a popular person. You're just so person. famous, babes. I'm like, I am, yeah. How did you know? She's like, oh, I've just seen you on social media. Emily used to go out with my, with my cousin. What was he called? Tom. <laughs> As are all of Emily's boyfriends. <laughs> I can't laugh. I've got a day. It hurts. <laughs> so we got him. So I rang the police. And then um, they rang me back late. Oh, and then I had to um, find a screwdriver because part of my car was hanging off and dragging yeah, on the floor. Yeah, what's happened to the actual car? Well, I need to ring the insurance and get it sorted now. So no, but you've got to pay the excess for this idiot. Do I have to pay the excess if it's not my fault? Yeah. Man. Because you've not... So when I got crashed into and I had no idea who it was because my car was stuck up Rivy and people just kept plowing into the back of it on that bend in the ice, I had to still pay because I couldn't prove who did it. Well, I have proof. Yeah. Yeah, you have proof, yeah. And but I think until you've got, if it's a hit and run, you can't get his permission to pay. You might be able to claim it back once we've tracked him down, but I think you would need to pay your excess at first, which is what I really hate, but it's because... You, I mean, even think about that. So this is why I may take matters into my own hands then, because the police mm. rang me back later that night saying, we've got the reg number, blah, blah, blah. Well, do you guess what they're going to do? <sighs> So this man has committed a crime. He's left the scene of a crime. Um, I could have been injured. Yeah. I don't know, but it's probably going to be not a, not a great deal. So bear in mind, when we were being cyber attacked and we complained to the police, they went and saw, they went to see the person. Yeah. Now I've been physically assaulted in my car. They're going to send a letter. To him? Yeah. That's it? going to send a letter to confirm who was driving. I'm like, can I just go around to where the car's just registered and ask? Because if he's the kind of person to hit someone in his car and drive off, he's not going to reply to a letter go, yeah, with me. Who can be arsed, sitting there, writing a letter, putting it in an envelope, going to the post office, sticking a stamp on it, probably queuing. It'll be like, you know, when you get um, a letter when you've been caught speeding? Yeah. Not that either of us have ever been caught speeding. No, never. And you get saying, you were this time on this day, this reg, and where is a picture, was it, were it's you the gonna driver? It's going to be like that. Probably. Even though it's a hit and run. That's what I imagine. It won't be a picture, obviously. Um, and then I was like, well, what if he don't reply to this letter? Because I'm not confident that he will do. And like, well, then it's an offence not to reply to a letter. I'm like, oh okay. So then what happens? Like, well, we send another letter, um, summon him to court. I'm like, right. And what if he doesn't respond to that? Then what happens? And, and, and I'm like, this is ridiculously this is ridiculous. passive. He's physically assaulted me. I know he was in a car. And he might not have done it on purpose, but he left on but purpose. But he left the scene. Yeah. He could have killed you and left the scene. What then? Are we going to send a letter then? Right, does this look like the, vic- <laughs> like the um, perpetrator? Oh, my God. That is him. <laughs> Get that on Facebook. <laughs> is it uncanny? Oh, my God. It's like, it's like you were there. 
I'm so sorry that this is a podcast. No, and you can't. No, we need. What we need to do is when we post it on social media, put this picture. (laughs) This can be be the picture that goes with the social media post. (laughs) And then, so I've got his red. I know what car. I know how old his car is. I know that it's taxed. Why don't you know where the address is? Surely we can get some people to find out. Then we can spy on it. Come put it on Facebook. Like who? Like when a dog goes this missing. Person? This is the man his picture. What do you do when someone comes and like tries your car doors? Yeah, you know, like people like trying to get into your well, car. I, they I put mean, that on. Yeah, so I feel like the people because he's local. I think he's like Blackburn. So I think we can find him. But yeah, listen, Mister Man, we will find you. You have based messed on. We have got an uncanny resemblance of you. We know who you are. You have messed with the wrong woman. Oh, because we are empowered women. Sizzling. <laughs> <laughs> we are sizzling females ready to take action. So then, I've, so it took me an hour, and then I'm like, oh, oh what missed a job. the whole missed running club. Yeah, went home, and then I felt really sad and fed up. And then, the, and then the police rang me and gave me the great news. And then you felt I'm more like, what sad was the and point fed up. in getting his reg number? But apparently, the insurance company can do something with it and contact his insurance. Yeah, that's what happened to me. They, they contacted it, and then hopefully they will respond as per that. So if your insurance are all right. But like, just, yeah. how, why would you leave? So if you, I would think he wasn't insured or under the influence. Why else would you drive off? If you've got insurance, what's, why would you drive off? I don't know. I don't get it. Because, it, well, he's hoping that no one's seen the reg, so then it would nothing would ever happen. Because if oh, he's got, a, okay. like, a Toyota Yaris, I mean, it might... Was it banged up? Was it brand it's new? He's 19 year, years old. Yeah, so basically, what's, like, he's going to have to... So if you know someone... about his car, is he? Who um, has a 19-year-old light grey Toyota Yaris with the fronts very smashed up? Um, please message Vicky Taylor on LinkedIn. There you go. <laughs> yeah, she's going to handle all of these. Um, what do they call when people ring in inquiries? Inquiries. Yeah. yeah. Reports. Yeah. I mean, like, it's like a hotline. It is like a hotline. We've been speaking for 18 minutes. Right. Let's move on to the topic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, that's fine. Um, just to be fair, I mean, we'll say it at the end, but our networking hike is next week. The 10th of May. The 10th of May. 2023, just in case you're listening to it in the future, you've missed yeah, it. Yeah, you definitely missed it then. But yeah, there are some tickets available. Um, the quiz was the last networking event that we did, and now we got 72 on that. There's no way I can take 72 people at Rivington Park. It will stress me out entirely. There'll be a string of people from <laughs> the car park up to the park. A string is good as well, because we need, do need to get people attached to each other, because we do get a lot of stragglers and a lot of people at the front who want to go hard or go home. Yeah, and They you know, need to slow down. Well, yeah, but then they might think the people at the back need to speed up. Well, we just need to have a happy medium. Exactly. Yeah, so we tie them all up. (laughs) Like like when you you see them going out for a walk. For children. Harvey's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's fine. I think some people at the back have to start to pick up the poo. (laughs) And no one waits for them. (laughs) Dog poo. (laughs) So the people at the front, are are they not picking up the dog poo? Maybe not. (laughs) Oh, my God. (gasps) (laughs) Well, okay, so we what we'll do, we need to add it to the rules that we've got for the networking hike, that no matter where you are, you pick up your shit. Basically, yes. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Right. writing down? <laughs> I'm writing. Do you know what? I'm writing lots of things down. I wrote all the description. I've got Toyota Yaris, clapped out, grey, 19 years old. And a picture. And a picture, yeah. I'm ready. Right, good. Okay. I'm ready with my papers. Good, great, excellent. Okay, so what's up? What's next up on the agenda? 
So, what's this event that we've been preparing for? What's got us all fired up? What's got us all fired up? So, yeah, a lady called Jenna Atkinson, she does a lot of stuff in the community. Um, she is, um, what is it, a matrimonial solicitor, if I said the right word? Or family law. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like I've, I've been on her profile a few times um, and I think, I really hope she's not got an upgraded LinkedIn account because I keep going on it. You know, when I, I was trying to post about this event and I wanted to make sure I was writing the right stuff. So I kept clicking on her profile, but then I got distracted and I'm like, oh my God, it's the oh next day. Oh my God, day. that doesn't sound like you. And I know, I know, honestly, it, yeah, it, I really surprised myself. So I kept clicking on it and like, she's like, I bet she's like, why is this girl looking at my profile every day? So sorry, Jenna, if you're listening. It was just to get factual information because I don't retain stupid amounts of it but she's doing a colour me safe event um, and it's all about raising awareness for domestic abuse so we've been asked to speak now we're we've not been asked to speak about the domestic abuse stuff but more about empowerment um, raising awareness about women inclusion obviously inspiring community all that kind of stuff and one of the ladies from there's two charities that they're raising awareness for one is called endeavor domestic abuse a lady called jill and, um, and she's doing a talk that's much more about that sort of stuff because obviously she works within that remit with these people that have, um, that have obviously suffered domestic abuse. And then you've got Maura Jackson, who we know really well, who is the CEO of Back Up Northwest, the other charity that they're raising money for. And she's the compare, isn't she? Is she doing a bit of a comedy thing as well? I think she yes, is. Yes, I think she's... <clears throat> She's um, talking, you know, with with passion and knowledge, but also she's she's she wants to lighten mm. lighten the evening as well, so that it's nice and balanced. Yeah, because then you've got like us talking about empowerment. You've got Jill talking about the more serious stuff that we absolutely need to tackle, and then Maura bringing Maura, the comedy. Maura's comedy is murder, menopause, and something else. Oh, amazing! Yeah, <laughs> it's very funny. I think we've seen it. Yeah, we saw very it funny. at her um, gala event. When was that? Now was that April, March? It's scary that we're in May. It wasn't in April. I don't I think, think it was March. Oh, my God. I know. It's freaky. But, yeah, so we, um, a guy called Lee put up uh, a video, and it's the Nike, uh, it's a Nike advert. And honestly, just go and watch it. All you have to do is shove it into Google, just put um, Nike advert, female empowerment. And Laura was like, come around and have a look at this. And it's, and honestly, it just it gives you, you. Feck, it fecking gets you, doesn't it? Oh yeah. my God, I'm just thinking about it now, I've got I, goosebumps. I watched it for the first time when <clears> me and Tony went to support our friends in the Manchester oh, Marathon. Oh, right, okay. And, and I watched it on the tram and it really got me all fired up. That's probably why I was such a kick-ass cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just so, it's probably not the same if you're a guy, I don't think. Um, yeah, but it's nice that guys shared it. Yeah, but, which it, I thought but was really the reaction powerful. it gives me, physically, mentally and emotionally, just watching it, Every time it has the same reaction, it doesn't it doesn't um, diminish the more you watch. No, it, it doesn't fizzle out, does it? Yeah. The bit that gets me is, and I can't remember the number because I don't really retain numbers, but it's the bit about Serena Williams. Twenty seven, like I think. Won, yeah, Twenty seven Grand, Grand Slams, Slams had a baby and then came back for more. And I'm like, I literally can't say it. Well, it's because I can't say you it. Had a baby. That's yeah. why it I'm means like, more oh. to you. Yeah. Oh. But what was really interesting? There's another video as well. I don't know what this is called. Um, but it's like running like a girl, throwing like a girl. And they ask a series of people ranging from little people to, to, to guys to, to women. Um, and they say, like, how do you, like, just tell me, act out the first thing that comes into your mind when we say throw like a girl. 
and he's throw like a girl, run like a girl, and fight yeah. like a girl. And these images aren't great. And they're are all they? really feeble, like yeah. can't do it, very like floppy, um, low energy, Unskilled. like yeah. just not strong, weak. Yeah. yeah. And it's a really shit depiction of women. And then they get a little girl say, like, what does it mean to run like a girl? And she was like, to run as fast as you can. And I was like, oh, God. Like, I don't, we can't get through this talk because I've almost cried twice now. <laughs> I've almost cried twice. And and we're just talking about it in this light-hearted way. Whereas when we talk, when we do this speech, so we're obviously going to talk about this sort of stuff, empowerment, showing women that they can be who the fuck they want to be, yeah. regardless it's, of the yeah, stereotype. Re- yeah, removing the stereotype, breaking glass ceilings. Like, you can do and be whatever you want with the right application focus motivation determination whatever it is you want to do set up a business run a marathon win um, a football tournament like you can do it it doesn't matter what gender you are but all of our lives we are segregated like when we're insulted like oh you you throw like a girl and and on this video the little boy does it and she's like well you've just insulted your sister he's like i haven't he's like no i've not and then he thought about it and i've insulted women but girls but not my sister like well your sister's a girl and it's an it's used as an insult and yeah and it it says on the the end of the video like um confidence is uh, impacted from puberty and it's when all these things little girls will start to actually take in throwing like a girl running like a girl fighting like a girl we're weak we're not powerful yeah we're feeble um we are not as strong as men we we're not as capable Um, and then it's things like oh you're good at parking for a girl yeah oh my god i hate it yeah you're a good driver for a girl a woman's footballer she's a footballer that's all she is that's all she is women's tennis women's football women business owner business woman i know you get business man but it's an our absolute favorite she-e-o, my yeah. God. And I really hate mumpreneur. Yeah, I don't like it because the whole, for us, it's about inclusion. Oh, it That's gets why, me, gets me oh, it gets going. all hot Whoop. under the collar. But um, it's that kind of thing, like, it's all, for us, it's all about inclusion. And um, and I I showed, we, we were sat, like, I got in last night and we, we made some tea and Billy's with us. So we're all around our little breakfast bar thing. And I played these videos to Tom. And obviously Billy, Billy's watching it as well. And I'm crying. Literally crying <laughs> into my fucking carbonara. And, um, and then I said, but we can't ever speak like this about Billy. Like, because um, I remember his brother. And I don't, like, men don't. I don't think, I think some men mean it as an insult. But others, it, they're just conditioned to think that way. It's oh, that little yeah. boy. He's not no. thinking I'm insulting and anyone. Yeah, it is insulting. But not everybody no. means it's it as an insult. Prejudice, but it's, it's just unbiased prejudice, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. It's subconscious. It's stuff that we've been brought up with. I do think some people use it as a weapon. But I don't, like, Tom definitely doesn't use it as a weapon. But he said... I mentioned about the throw like a girl, and he said, yeah, but if you got a load of girls in a line and asked them to throw, they probably would throw like that. And I went, oh, babe. And I went, do you not, what What do you think the reason is why they would throw like that, though? But some men will throw exactly. like that. And it's not, they're not throwing like a girl. They're throwing like them. Like them, that's all it is. That's just how they and throw. And I said, yeah, I said, some people genetics. are absolutely awful at sport, whether they're male, female, indifferent, well, what whatever. Around it doesn't team matter. It's mostly women. And yeah. they all throw like warriors. Yeah. They Absolutely. Don't throw like a girl. So if you put all those eleven people in a rounders team in a line, ask them to throw, they will be mint at smash it. it. But in comparison to eleven people that are just not good at throwing, but that could be boys. It could be girls. It it's, could. It's but I thought what what I said. What my response to that was obviously I'm along those lines. But I said, do you not think? I said sometimes you feel like you're gonna get slated no matter what you do. 
So you just play up to the stereotype to just blend into the background. And I said, it's, you know, because he's, if I've like thrown, I mean, obviously we, we're fine with sport and stuff like that. We've been taught how to play sport. But I'm like, if you've never been taught how to play sport, then you probably can't throw that well. And that's absolutely fine. But he has said stuff before. Like, oh, you've, th- you've thrown like a bit of a wuss in that situation. I'm like, what What are you talking about? Like, I'm not a deliberately trying all girl, the time. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I do think that, women especially in PE and stuff like that you know we it was all about the boys especially when we were at school because we feel like dinosaurs now but it's it wasn't about the, the girls it wasn't about the women it was about the boys and obviously if you were good at shit then you just sort of blended in and you were taken seriously but if you weren't you didn't get any one-to-one like tuition if you will it wasn't really like that so yeah. oh it just really pisses me off and especially for Tom to say it, who now sees the world really differently from having a little girl and I was like I can't believe you're back in this way. I'm not I'm definitely not it's just this is just I guess what I've always thought I'm like yeah. oh it's horrible it's weird isn't it because like if you think about it like look how well our netball team did yeah oh my god and I know just, and the football team and yeah it's just but we're stereotyped as one category yeah that it's not that we throw or park or fight or run like girls we just that some people are best dressed than others regardless yeah. of gender yeah just because they're your boys doesn't mean you're better at throwing oh my god because definitely yeah not. you might be stronger maybe you can throw it further but it doesn't mean you're better at but it but not everyone can do no. like some some women are bigger and stronger than some men yes collectively men are bigger and stronger than women they are what's well, just gen- yeah that, that's just that's genetics isn't yeah. it and that is the shit thing and i guess that's where my fear in terms of like being a feminist and feeling like that's the bit that worries me because overall i know that i can't over overpower well, it's a not guy about being stronger like when you throw in for example uh, someone might be able to throw it hard but they might not be able to throw it in the right direction yeah exactly or they might not be accurate and be able to get it to a target or where they want it to go strength isn't always stronger isn't always better definitely not but it's uh, it, it's it is so all all our lives from being really young to now we are told that we aren't as good um we are more weaker we are feeble we aren't as strong we're not as capable yeah. um and then it's always like oh the, the, you're good at, you're not just good at driving or parking but you're good at parking for a woman i'm yeah. like it's it's not a compliment it definitely is a co- isn't a compliment and i do think it's it's given to you in that way and it's like for us we're trying to create inclusivity and things like international women's day and it's probably only this year that i've really thought about it so you we we always post on international women's day as a business as individuals but this year it got me thinking because we're t- we're trying to include each other and be as one be equals but also be celebrated for the unique individuals that we are and not putting us into these groups but then things like International Women's Day, whilst it's amazing because obviously we need equality, we need to raise awareness, it does end up creating more separation. And then you do get a lot of men who just hate on it. And especially on LinkedIn and, and the public forums, we get quite a lot of hate. What happened to International Men's Day? And I'm like, well, well there is one. You obviously just don't know about it. But it's like, who gives a shit about women and all this kind of stuff? And I do think it can almost have an adverse effect, which yeah. is worrying. I felt like that this year. So I didn't really... Put, I, my post was different. It was more about the men that support us. Yeah, which I think is really good. Because I didn't really feel... Because recently, I suppose this past year or two, I don't feel... I've not felt empowered by other women as much. Okay. Um, I've, we've been trolled and um, attacked and... Um, just had a lot of shade and negativity from women and it and I didn't feel like I wanted to talk about female empowerment on International Women's Day. Yeah. Um I felt like I'd had more support from men. 
Yeah. Which was, which was a sad... Yeah. When, you know, when I recognised that, it made me feel a bit sad. Um, And I don't feel like that now. I don't always feel like that, but that's how I felt on the day. Yeah. And I think that's important. It doesn't have to be all, like, all hail International Women's Day. Because I do think some people post about it and they don't really understand it. They don't really understand what we've had to do to get to... It's not we're not even equal yet, but when to get to that point, that's yeah. about the history of it, isn't it? Because yeah, because for me, it's not a day that we're all just like, yeah, women are great. It's just to recognise what we've been through to get where we are. Absolutely, with the you know, with the more more equality that we have now than we've ever than we've ever had before. Yeah, it's just to commemorate that. It's like Mother's Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day. It's not just a day to celebrate. Like you should be showing gratitude to these people all yeah. year round, but it's just to, it's just a day it's to It's a reminder, it. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, definitely. But then it kind of brings us on to, with obviously what we're saying about this, it brings us on to the women-only stuff in business. So when I first started, I mean, I'm not, I'm not an avid networker. Laura is definitely the networker out of us two. I prefer the sort of one-on-one stuff from LinkedIn. Give me a mic, I'm fine. Shove me in a room full of people, ask me to mingle, and I will die a little bit inside. <laughs> so I thought it was safer to go to women-only networking events, and that's what I did. And and that again, that probably played into the sort of feminist in me. But then after time, I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing because I do, I like being around men, not all men, but also not all women. But I kind of thought, well, actually, it's just separating us, isn't it? And we absolutely applaud it because I know that some women, like women-only gyms, they absolutely serve a purpose. So if you don't feel safe. In, a, in an inclusive of male and female environment, then you need to find your place 100%. But I do think it can then act as separation, can't it, and segregation, and, and almost make people feel aggressive towards it, which is shit. Yeah, because if, if we're going to win something, whether we win, a, we win a client or we're a project or an award or we achieve something, I want to achieve that out of everybody and not just half, Yeah, not just women. Yeah. I want to compete with everybody. I want to compete with the guys. Yeah. But apparently in a lot of situations, business not so much, maybe a little bit, but if, if a woman wanted to compete, in a man, man's competition, so football, tennis, uh, weightlifting, she would be offered. Yeah, that's yeah. We're still not there yet, are we? No. And I do think, <laughs> and I get, it, would and it be fair? Would no, it? it but some wouldn't. women are really strong. Yeah, I know, but it's it's not the. It's not the stereotype, is it? It's not the whole. It's not generalist, and that's what's really fucking challenging. You should have the. I'm not saying all women should compete against men in sport, but if a woman wants to, she should be able. She to. should be able to. That's and I choice. think that that's almost the next thing, isn't it? Because yeah. in that video that we watched, it was like you know when a woman started boxing, it was like she was absolutely fucking nuts. When a woman wanted to compete a marathon, she got dragged out of it, and she had to fight to run. And there's all these kind of things that where women have literally. It's never easy, is it? You actually like I want. A C-section when I was going to give birth to Billy, and I had to fight tooth and nail for that against other women who told me that I was stupid for wanting that. And it's always a fight. And I think that it's no wonder that women get hysterical and get these labels because it's just not easy. And it definitely feels easier for our male counterparts. And rightly or wrongly, that is how I feel about it. Yeah, and as well, there's been a lot of stuff um, on about the transgender community. And yeah, yeah. About um, 
trans people competing in the other sports. Yeah. And 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 I think is it Australia? I can't remember because I've, I've I've not looked into it too much. So if I get my information wrong, listeners, you are silly. I apologize. But I think some areas, some countries have are are considering or have decided to allow transgender uh, people compete in the other sport. The different the different sports. So if if it's a trans man or a trans woman, then they're competing in um, men's or women's sports. Which do you agree with it? No, I don't think I do. But then a woman cannot decide. A woman can't decide she wants to, to do compete that. in a man's sport. But a trans what's the way around a trans man? No, can can't. compete a trans. So someone who has transitioned from being male to female or female to male can compete with the yeah, opposite sex. Yeah, so a man, a person, someone who is male and is transitioned into female, can compete in women's sports, but they've got genetically originally they'll have a lot more testosterone, testosterone um, muscle definition, maybe like the thicker skin, stronger bones. And so they are an advantage, but they are being allowed in some but some women aren't. But a woman can't choose to compete in yeah. a man's sport. And a, ma- a man cannot choose to be in a women's sport because that's not fair. And it's like, where it's so Who's great yeah, and, and blurry. It's, and it's amazing because for, for those, for that community, this is probably oh God, a huge step in the right is. direction. And, and this isn't us bagging that, but it's just the fairness. And, and sometimes it just feels we've like... we've been campaigning for women's rights for decades much and decades longer. and decades. Yeah. yeah and, and we aren't there yet. So it's like, how have they swooped in mm. and got this decision for, and it's not everywhere and it's not all things but in some areas some locations some sports it is being considered and or allowed i wonder if they still learn because when, when we were at school p was mixed wasn't it do you yeah. remember that like there was some things like netball skittleball we never i never got to play football I'm sure. apart from in like when the world cup was on and they did some tournaments and stuff and we got to like play in, in like if you were a country in, in in the tournament but we didn't get to play football we got to play baseball what, what's the big one called um it's, it's not baseball it's like a much bigger bat i can't remember what it's called softball, softball. or something like that but it was there was parts of it inclusive and I wonder if it's massively segregated now because I I don't actually know I've never asked the question like cricket like you don't see many women playing cricket no not you do but you don't and it's not on telly like and (laughs) my dad said it as well luckily our dad I mean depending on what it is he can be quite fair but then also not so he's like women are better at golf and that sentence is just ridiculous because they're not like men. Some, are, some women will be some better, are, and some men are, and that's the thing. It's just it's all about the individual, isn't it? But then I said that to talk. My dad's like, you know, women are more flexible, they're more supple, again stereotypically, all this kind of stuff. And he thinks they can hit, they can swing a ball better. And he's obviously played golf. Fairly. Tom's like, absolutely not. Men are one hundred percent better. And he's like, I hate watching women play football because they're not as good. And I do feel like now, like watching the um, the women's World Cup. I don't know, I feel like, because obviously watching it with Billy and she was in like a little England shirt and stuff, and that was dead cute. But you can tell he just doesn't, and it's beca- it's been drilled into him that women are shit at football and they shouldn't be playing and they shouldn't be occupying space on TV. So they're never going to get paid as much because they're not as good. And it's just people just are never going to want to watch it in the same way. And what he's saying is probably really true, but it's shit. It's, it, it, because women have not, it's going to take a long time for women to be as good as men because they've not been playing for anywhere near the amount of time. There's not as much money invested in it. There's not as much effort, publicity, just genuine Which interest because as a nation we should be getting behind them because there's more chances of winning <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
Oh, so it, it should really be more exciting because it's more positive. Yeah. Because it's so disappointing when we watch um, international men's football because they never they never win. No. Well, then it's like with the female football, and I'm say, we're saying it now because otherwise you don't know what we mean. Um, but we won, and and it was I don't know. I feel like it was just over. We won, and then that was it. It's like we don't we don't speak about it after that it's because it is really because it's very short lived and it's shit. And it's what, shit. Have you? I started watching the last season of Working Moms. People, if you've not watched it, you need to. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, best thing ever. And uh, sorry to. I'm just gonna um, spoiler. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. alert. Three, two, one. Shut your ears. Um, so on one of the episodes, so you know one of the ladies has a PR firm. Well, someone brings a product to market called Seedless. Seedless. Which is the male, which is a male um, uh, contraceptive pill. pill. Birth control. And they're like, men will not take this because it'll make them bloated, emotional. Um, what else? The other thing. Oh my and God, I love like, it when, he's, when her husband I'm is not like. I've not seen that babe. one yet. And she's like, yeah, like every other woman feels. This is how we all feel the all the time, but a man won't take it. And like, yeah. it'll never get off the ground because men won't take it. And it's like, wow. I would love to know, like, if you were someone who would take male birth control, please let us know. Because obviously the side effects are like headaches, bloating, mood swings, spots, um, dry skin, oily skin, um, blood clots, um, weight gain. Weight loss. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, absolutely not. We wouldn't take that. Why would why? we take it? I mean, why would we take it? And then the woman who's designed it, she's like, women have shouldered that responsibility for decades. It's time for the men to step up. Yeah, absolutely. So step Imagine up. If so, but there the was. This was campaigned, what, a few years ago. And actually male contraceptive came out or something, something along those lines. And obviously I don't know enough about it to give you any kind of factual information. But it was just, it bombed because why? Men don't need to do this. So they don't I really to. liked the spin that they went on down the PR. So it's a male contraceptive pill, but it's for women. Yeah. So it's marketed to the women, and the women will get the men to take it. Yeah. Not all men, but some. And I just, I don't know, I really liked it. Yeah. And then, like, talking about, like, oh, God, we could talk about the top of rage. I you know. need to wrap up. But 40 minutes, we're not going to see bad. When you were talking about women-only gyms, like, in some of the gyms, like, in Total Fitness, where I used to go, there was a women's-only section. It was this tiny room with hardly any equipment in it, just but like loads two, of women. Just, like, two kilo dumbbells. And I'm like, and I get it. He said, it can be an intimidating place to gym. But what really stuck with me was, I think it might have been one of my ex-husband's clients and when she this lady <laughs> this sounds like Laura's had many husbands <laughs> no yeah uh, one, one of, of his clients my <laughs> one and only ex-husband one of my many ex-husbands <laughs> and their clients <laughs> I'm a heartbreaker uh, he, it's actually my wedding anniversary tomorrow <laughs> is it oh happy wedding anniversary Thank babe you so and we much. hate that we hate the man so we won't be celebrating it celebrating the divorce yeah so, uh, she, this lady was really nice, and she, she was really low in confidence and Aww. wanted to lose weight. And so, she would only allow him to train her at first under the stairs where no one could see her. There was one lone treadmill under the stairs, and that's where he would find her at the beginning of every session. And as she got stronger and fitter, and she lost some weight, and she got more confident. And then she ended up... Like break, a butterfly. Yeah, breaking up with her husband. Yeah. Because she was going out more. She was socialising. She had a better life. She had to think she had goals that she wanted to achieve. And he would just stay the same and he didn't want to do anything. He wasn't serving Do anything anymore. with her. He didn't want to have any goals. He didn't want to get fit and healthy. And, and he kept trying to control her and hold her back. And in the end, she told him to do one. Oh, I love that. And nice. there'll be loads of this. Yeah. And it's just... But they have to start somewhere. Start with the women only. 
build up your confidence, your tenacity, your resilience, your determination, and then slowly and gradually move out of it so that you can you can like turn from a moth into is it no a caterpillar into a butterfly yeah. and, and, and fly and go and compete with everybody and kick ass. Oh, kick ass. Yeah. Because it is like women only gyms are um, men, with the men in them, <laughs> I, I totally get it, and I'm just adding this as a, it's just a, please don't do this. If you are a man who just stares at women in the gym and also offers to help them with their weights, stop it. Just stop it now, because you're the reason why I don't go. So <laughs> I find it really hard to go to gyms, because I know that men men look at you, oh men ogle at you, men objectify you, and they really, really do, and it's, it's shit, and it still happens. It's, it's just horrible, and it's like, you know, I could go with a really baggy top on and baggy shorts and stuff, and it still happens. It doesn't matter what you fecking wear. You still get men like that, and it's like, you're in the gym to do weights. Why the feck would a guy come up and say, do you want me to help you lift that weight? Oh, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. I'm like, hang on a minute. How about you're doing it wrong? Yeah. And how, how about get lost? Don't be that person. I think what we should do is go to gyms and pull up the benches when they're all looking at themselves in the mirror and just stare at the crotches. Yeah. That's laugh. what we should do. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Can't even see your bulge. <laughs> I'm like, mm, don't like it, do you? No. Stop it. Yeah, stop it. It's not. It's not nice. But that. I mean, that's. I won't be able because I've not been to the gym for a while now. I can't go on my own because I'm just. I, I'm just. I just get so pissed off about it, and it makes mm. me feel really insecure and paranoid. And I'm quite. You know, I'm quite an out there person. So people who are probably more introverted, I, I, I really feel for you, and it's really shit. But hopefully, if you listen to this podcast, they'll stop it now. Right, I think we should tie this up. Yeah, so you are just a great driver, an epic parker, a, um, a business owner, a footballer, a tennis player. You are just those people. You are a person in your own right, and you are awesome at throwing and fighting and running. Yeah, definitely. I hear that. And you Go! can be whoever you want to be and do whatever you want to do. There are no limitations other than the ones that you put on yourself and the ones that you allow others to place on you. Hell fucking yes. Yeah. Very good lasting words, Ben. <laughs> right, see you later. Peace out. Peace out. Thanks for listening to a Fresh Perspective on Business podcast. Please make sure you subscribe to us. And don't forget to follow us and leave us a five-star rating or review. You can also find us on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. God, we are everywhere. And our website address is www.fp-resourcing.co.uk. And that's a wrap. 